So what do you say? Who was the update on ETH? Uh, ETH, as of the last seven days, is down 15.5%. Bitcoin is down 6.3%. Binance, 3.8%. XRP is up 23%. Hello, everyone. My name's Alex. My name is William. This is uh, Sometimes Crypto. The Unscripted Crypto Podcast? Oh, you just threw me off? (laughs) Because you, t- I typically say this is another week, and I was waiting for you to say that. It kind of got thrown off there. You say this is another week. I typically, oh, like, this, this is another week. This is another week of sometimes the- crypto, the unscripted crypto. Doesn't matter. This is episode four. Episode four. We're four into this. Yep. Today we're going to be talking about a few things. Some things. <laughs> what do you mean? I thought you were about to tell everybody what we were going to be a talking about. Things. Yeah, no, no. no I, just, I thought it was funny because it was the same same thing that we said last week. What? With the, with the oh, we're talking about some a few things, some things, real estate. No, nah, but today we're talking about forks. Soft forks, hard forks, and merge. Merge. Which not much has happened, just minus 15%, like I said in earlier, like 20 seconds ago. Excitement. Yep. ETH merge has been overall. I heard it was a success. There, as, success. Of, as of right now, but there un- are uneventful. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. that echoed there a little bit. No, we haven't seen like a whole lot of like fluctuation. I mean, crazy mar- markets are down. Mar- markets are down, so it's going to continue to go down. Uh, we're recording Tuesday, as everyone knows or should hopefully know. So tomorrow is when the Fed announces its rate height that is wednesday november september, september 21st and this will go live thursday so we'll we'll all be wait watching to see what happens how markets react tomorrow and to then the, coming days to the potential rate height no no, no i don't know i don't know about potential okay <laughs> i i would like to, i like using the word guaranteed almost at some points uh close enough to guarantee at this point mr jerome powell gonna raise rates by we don't know how much. No. Did we talk about the CPI last week? CPI? No. Uh, Consumer Price Index? No, we did not talk about the CPI last Which week. Is, so everyone knows CPI report came out last week. We were at a little bit above inflation. If I'm not mistaken, it was expected 8.1. We came up at a whopping 8.3. Oh, we were, actual inflation was above predicted inflation. Correct. Okay. By 0.2. By 0.2. A whopping, a whopping point. A whopping point yeah, too. That's actually like a lot in, in like not this big, point. Big economics. You're right, but we've been Macro. it. But we've been at this for a minute now. Is <laughs> I just find it funny how the print is still on, and the money cutter is still on. So I'm not sure how how it's, this works the exactly. Fur, the furnace. <laughs> the yeah. At the same time, we're making more. We're just burning it. It's a straight from the printer to to the furnace to the fire. It's a it's an interesting development we're having. So rate hike comes in tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. There'll probably be an update on our Instagram page. Yeah. Of some sort. Maybe. I mean I'm gonna It's not crypto, but it's... <laughs> it affects crypto. It affects crypto. It affects crypto, so I mean yeah. maybe. I mean it's crazy how we're everyone looks is looking well as a as should, I think. Everyone's looking at uh crypto as a, like since it's like the most volatile asset. That's like the most liquid, the, the most, and it's very liquid. So. Yeah, so everyone's like pulling the money out the fastest. Like, can't keep up. So interesting, interesting developments should occur in the coming 
months and weeks. So I think one of the main reasons why there hasn't been uh, a lot of movement with the Ethereum mm-hmm. is because they haven't introduced uh, sharding yet, which is one of the things that they were testing on the test nets and stuff like that, but it's not implemented. So for our non-educated crypto users, what is that exactly? Like so, myself? <laughs> what is the sharding? Um, I don't I don't really fully understand it yet, but it looks like they're trying to break up transactions mm-hmm. into smaller batches on like tangent chains, chains that run alongside Ethereum's okay. main chain. And like kind of like a Bitcoin Lightning Network is what I've been, is kind of what I've understood from it. So they haven't implemented that into into the merge yet, and that's why gas fees haven't been changed. Hasn't been affected yet, because like we said, it won't be affected until it's, that it's, until it's adjusted, uh, until something is done to so sharding. Sharding is that 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 thing is supposed to. Ideally, should be the answer. Yeah, that that they're waiting to. So it, would it be like how polygons are layer two on on top of ETH, or like or would it be running simultaneously? No, no, it's like it is of the. It is of the same like main chain. Eat the so it will continue to be ETH, just uh, more broken up transactions. Yeah. Cool. So that should have an effect, I think. Yeah. So that's at least that's from what I've been hearing. It's pretty much what it is. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the on Ethereum.org, it pretty much just says that exactly. Sharding is a process of splitting a database horizontally to spread the load. So it just specifically they, they mentioned it's horizontal yeah um i guess it has to do with like data structure importance um but yeah it's the sharding that's supposed to so that would be affecting gas fees yeah. that ideally yeah, would make ethereum would be, more yeah. fr- user friendly in terms of mm-hmm. gas of gas yeah more competitive more in that sense yeah efficient okay awesome yeah. i hope we see progress on that because mm-hmm. right now ETH. every time you use an ETH, god damn it's expensive it's expensive it's expensive using ETH, and ETH, and ETH is expensive. Yeah. Relative. So I think, oh, I know for a fact that there's, a, there's this chart that shows you the average, like, mm-hmm. cost of gas for transactions at a specific hour of, of, of the week. Of the week and, like, days probably? Yeah, of the, whole, of the entire week. So okay. it, it splits up the week into one-hour segments for the entire week. And shows so you which ones hours the high-end, yeah, low, Yeah, it's like a chart that's, like, a color gradient in red and it looks like tuesday at like three o'clock in the morning um our time is... i feel like that has been said before on this podcast i don't think so not yet no what's said no he said no so we'll say it is now um now at the beginning i said that we were talking about uh the eat merch and forks 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 was my first statement the reason why we're going to be talking about forks i think is important information for the, to the users to the to our listeners is that what happened with ethereum the merge is not the fork is not a fork it was a, that was a system of updated it's a merger it was, yeah the they were changing up uh the the blockchain itself mm-hmm. into a new like into a, it was a changing all the nodes into a new blockchain yes um were people saying it was like a fork? Like no, a fork? No, 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 no. It's because you mentioned how you were having a conversation, and you mentioned how people want. There's some people that might want to 
fork off this new ETH. So the, on the merge app. On the merge episode, yeah. So you're how some people want to fork off from that ETH to yeah. a, a proof of work. And continue using proof of work. Yeah. So that is a fork. A fork is essentially whenever there's a, a shared um, uh, history, or in this case, the transactions, the shared transactions. And then at some point in time, uh, the the blocks like split off into two different directions. With... Cause though, there's a reason why. Yeah, yeah it was so caused you... by by someone. Mm -hmm. Consensus, usually. Cons like multiple typically. people would start uh, agreed on that this is on yeah this on the this is the correct action. Yeah, so uh, essentially, what happens whenever there's a fork is the the protocol itself operates a little bit different from the other from the, the other, original from the other fork. Yeah, or the original fork in Ethereum's case. Yeah, for the Ethereum um, proof of work. Oh, I meant it more so towards like how uh, how we talked about uh, ETH Classic. Okay, yeah. So that's actually the next thing. The, the next thing that I want to talk about, like a, a specific fork that has already happened for Ethereum. The unscripted crypto podcast, guys. Yeah, just <laughs> <that was laughs> just so happened. Yeah, it just so happened. Okay, so yeah, ETH Classic. Um, what do you know about? It? What do you mean? What I know? What, what, what? Um, brought it up, so I was like, oh, okay, I know something about it. I know a few things. I found nothing. Enlighten us. If I'm not mistaken, originally ETH, ETH Classic, just regular Ether, and it was the original. <clears throat> there was a DAO that was created on it that had respectfully venture capitalists. It was a venture, cap a venture capitalist fund that was like people just put money into it. it had like respectfully 150 million worth worth of ETH. That's the exact, that's like dollar that's value. the number that, that's the number I've seen uh, used. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember the dollar value. I just know that for that particular because mm -hmm. yeah, so you're talking about the DAO, the, like, the first one. Yeah, <laughs> it's really called that. The it's, DAO. it's called the DAO. Yeah. Um, I didn't know the dollar value. I didn't know that. So what happened was they, they got hacked and Correct. they lost their funds. I didn't know that it was worth well, you say 150 million. Well, that's not how much the, the hackers took. It was just the uh, initial value of how much ETH they okay. had. The hackers took 50 million of that. Okay. So what I what I saw was that 5% of the total ETH supply was stolen from the hack. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. see that. That's not what I've read up. That's not what I heard nor read up on. I heard they just were these numbers. Let's see if I can find the source of that exactly. For this number, I got this number from Whiteboard Crypto, the 50 and the 150. And then I also got that. I think I have it here. Let me see. Da, 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 da. No, I don't think so. Let me see. But that number, I did get it from there, from Whiteboard Crypto. I like them. They're good. So I recommend. Whiteboard? Whiteboard, yeah. Whiteboard Crypto, Coinbase. I recommend all of them. They give really well detailed information with all like the original sources. Right. So then um, the main reason for the fork, for the ETH Classic fork, was because some people, well, a lot of people wanted to, like, felt it was unjust that they got robbed. So in the, the things I saw, it wasn't just one, some people, it was specifically a creator and founder. Well, yeah, he was, he, was, he was a proponent of making it. He was the main proponent yeah. of... Uh, first it was um let me see i think i wrote it here 
he was a uh, a proponent just to like return like creating another 50 million worth of ETH and returning it to them mm-hmm. and everyone in the consensus was like negative like that's not gonna happen that isn't the way to do this like you just break the system so his idea instead that's was literally just printing more money that's fiat correct so they're like negative so what they decided to do was create well vitalik decided like we'll just create a new chain mm-hmm. where we're gonna return the 50 million eth and we're gonna get rid of that bug that allowed them to get hacked yeah so yeah so part of that fork was a return the money but b which i think is the more important b the fix the bug uh, so it doesn't happen again i'm glad you say it was the most important it should have been and I, the way from one of the the feeling I have towards it after like the way it was brought out was Vitalik was like no 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 it's not right that they lost they lost their like it was stolen. Mm-hmm. Also, the hacker um, wrote back saying, well, "Why is it wrong that I stole it if the flaw was there?" Yeah, well, but that's a whole that's a whole. Yeah, it's like when they like say um, the contract. Something I saw was like the contract is law. That's a hacker thing. Yeah, yeah. So so okay. So no, the contract the 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 code is law. <laughs> the argument for the ETH classic side um it is oh the code says that this was allowed like that's, exactly that's what, that's what it's good but like the whole thing but like oh but the hacker saying oh why is it wrong if i if i was able to do it it's like the whole hacker mentality where like oh if i could get access to a confidential file that's not my fault to have access to it. that's a, that's a that's an entity's an issue for not protecting for not yeah their own stuff but yeah, that's that was the main thing that that had the split between the ETH and the ETH Classic people, which was uh is code law, um and obviously the one that won was let's fix it. Yeah. So also the main difference in this specific case compared to what is happening with the merges, in this specific case, ETH there was two Ethereum is created, one was the original. Ethereum Classic, which is proof of work still, is based on the original contract of it. This is the way it should work. And then protocol, the protocol, the original protocol. Thank you. And then the new Ethereum that we know now. Mm-hmm. But what I found, not in, I assume this happens on most forks, is since there was two coins created, holders got both. Yeah, so that happens with forks. Wait, which I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And so I read up on like, no way. So since they got that merge, that split that fork so they got 100 plus the 150. yeah they got 300 million almost yeah. not a 300 million yeah. so the issue with that yes what happens is that people whenever there is a fork you will get the if it's like simply like an update or like a, like a it, the the users who already had coins um before what they call a snapchat a snapshot mm-hmm. um would get cop would get like a duplicate in the new chain the problem it sounds great but then the issue that, that follows is that now the chain has effectively split off and there's less consensus on both chains yes. so there's there that increases volatility for both of those whenever there's a hard fork specifically yeah because we should also explain we're going to explain now the difference between the difference between a soft fork and a hard fork yeah which are some differences yeah so like the, that that's the main issue with the hard forks is that whenever there's a, a split like that, just consensus goes down. Like there's, it becomes less distributed. 
Yeah, because there's now there's it one. It's still be very distributed, but because there's people on one side doing one thing and then there's people on the other doing exactly. another. Exactly. So that that loses the valid the validity of of both chains. But isn't that kind of the thing we have now with the amount of coins that exist? Like, yeah, yeah. You just can't Absolutely. know them all, be on them all. Absolutely. Um, like, you just, just can't. It's just, too much. Yeah. There will be. I think an open market's fine. Like, it's okay for both. Dot com bubble though. Yeah. I think there's too many. No, there there is too many. Like, there's a lot of dog shit ones out there for sure. And the other thing is like oh, the fact that which I don't think is bad. When uh, like how we talked about Tykes creating its own marketplace, they're creating as well as their own coins to use within that marketplace. Yeah, that's another aspect. Like people are gonna be doing is mm-hmm. adding a coin, just specific use cases within their ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Like for an example, Apple would have an Apple that's coin. Even, that's what makes sense. That, that, that oh no, no, no like, for sure. I'm just saying that's another coin being added yeah, to the total supply of like sounds, just coins in general and like, like things to do. That to me simply sounds like a loyalty program. Oh, it is for sure. Especially the way they, we talked about it, that Tykes is going to have long-term staking, whatever that's going to... It is a loyalty program. And then companies will also probably add it to their to the way they do business. At least I would add more incentive, yeah, it adds a hold rate, like how, how Apple created the ecosystem to just keep people in because everything connects. Yeah, it's a, it helps having that uh, interoperability of, of, like within, of having your own... Like, yeah, smoothness of it. Yeah. So that pretty much covers uh, uh ETH Classic, ETH Fork. Um, Not really. So we also, another big thing that was added to ETH was um there was a lot of 51 attacks because of that. Well, exactly what we just talked about, distribution. A lot of people were just able to agree. So they were able to validate twice in 2019, once in 2020, um, validate uh, fake transactions. On which chain? Ethereum Classic. Oh, okay. Ethereum Classic, not yeah. ETH. Ethereum Classic was three times attacked, 2019, 2020. Oh, really? Yeah. And now recently, um, let me see if I put the, I did not, but I know it, the Thanos upgrade uh, adjusted for that, accounted for that, corrected it, and there have been no more 51 attacks since that date, which is like 2020 as well. That's specifically, oh, that's, but that's like specifically ETH, for the ETH Classic. ETH Classic, ETH Classic okay. not Ethereum. Oh, okay, yeah. No, Ethereum I is... Didn't, I didn't look for that. I was specifically looking for, like, the fork information. That, but that's information. But no, that's, that's, good, that, that's good information. Like, yeah. that, that update. I'm going to look into it. Um, so what's a soft fork, Alex? Okay, so the difference between a hard fork and a soft fork, like, the main issue... Or not issue, no, but the main... It's the not, main difference. Yeah, just the main difference. The main difference is that hard forks are not interoperable. They're not backwards compatible. You cannot have ETH and have it working on the ETH Classic chain. The way you worded that is so different than the way I would have worded it. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you went like, they cannot go backwards. And I would have been like, you can only go forward. I'll be like, you have to upgrade your your software to can, to run the new... The run the new uh... Yeah, so you would have to... Yeah, you do have to... Up, I, that's, that's also... Yeah, <laughs> right? that's also a good way of putting it. Yeah. Like, you went backward, I went forward. It was fine. <laughs> Interesting. So essentially, for soft forks, you can have interoperability. Um, the soft fork, the it's a service upgrade more than anything. It's kind of like a service upgrade. Yeah, yeah. So the soft fork that I know about the best is uh, the Bitcoin soft fork for uh, segregation witness or what we call SegWit. Um, that happened in twenty seventeen. Uh, essentially, for that for that fork, I believe what happened was. Uh, it was a small change in the block size 
from five, uh, mm -hmm. it, it changed it to five to seven transactions per second. Yeah, because now we do seven, right? Yeah, we do seven transactions per second on Bitcoin. Okay, so that was a soft fork. That was great. I didn't know that. I didn't look into that. I should have. Yeah, it was, that was a soft fork seg segregation witness. Um, you don't need to be running. You could be running the other, the other uh, Bitcoin before okay. that, uh, and it'll still work. Like the original one. Um, there's another soft fork that just happened actually um, last year. Uh, Four? Uh, Bitcoin as well. Oh. Uh, November 2021. Yeah, last year, 2021. Um, called Taproot, which I briefly mentioned it to you the other day. Um, oh, actually, wrote down the specific block that that, that one went uh, to place on was 709,632. Jesus. A specific soft fork. So, what did it do? If um, you remember, that one actually had three. So, for soft for forks in Bitcoin, whenever there's these things called BIPs, that's a shorthand, um, but that stands for Bitcoin, um, what's it called? Bitcoin Improvement Proposal. Um, for Taproot, they implemented three BIPs. Uh, it's BIP 340, 341, and 342. Each one had its own like adjustment to the Bitcoin code. Um, essentially, one of them was made it so that you could combine transactions, uh, like combine complex transactions, so like multi-signatures. Instead of having uh, each five, like let's say there's a multi-signature transaction that has five signatures, um, instead of having all five of those tr uh, signatures being put on the blockchain, it's able to like compound, like add them together. So just one transaction, one signature. Instead of being five separate Instead, signatures. Exactly. Um, question, is that good or bad? It being, is it, is there a big difference between it being broken up into five different transaction signatures versus one? So or... I, I don't know if, I don't know the downside of it. Okay. If, or if there is a downside. Is there an upside? The upside is that it's more efficient at store at providing information. Uh, so it requires less information for the block to register to write. Yeah. So that's so it's less, easier back to read. It's less work. Yeah. Okay. Um, that is specifically, um, BIP 340 for BIP 341. Uh, it's some change to the cryptography. Um, I believe it's specific, like Bitcoin uses something called a, a Merkle tree. I don't know about it. I just, I've heard it, but I don't know how that works. That's whole crypt, like, cryptography. Yeah, it's cryptography. Yeah. A little deeper than what we currently know. Yeah. I'm sure I will I, get there one day where I'm like, I will be. I want to have guests on all these things, like yeah, more like in depth, like yeah, someone who just knows cryptography and be like, hey, break this down drill it. in English. Drill it. Yeah. Because I think also, I, I don't think like that's shared enough either. Like those more technical terms broken down to They're technical. But like, like this is going to be like, I think there's going to be stuff taught in definitely in colleges and universities. But oh, for sure. I, I think it, that maybe, maybe should be taught. Look, man. Uh, I'm that I'm glad you said that. We just got financial literacy in high school in the year 2021 or 2020 in one, Florida. This is the one thing I was surprised I did not get at all when I was. In you were surprised. Yeah, like I went in. I I only studied finance to understand some understand business mm -hmm. and like understand some. Finance. Yeah, yeah. Like I would study it myself, but like I was like, why are they teaching it? Like this is more important than whatever. Oh, whatever. Uh, majority is. of times it is. Majority of times it is, but like I'll be surprised if they get that quicker into into public schools, like at high school level, 
than at a much faster rate than the, what and it took to get the financial literacy. financial literacy yeah not just economics more like financial just financial literacy economics is much more complicated sometimes takes out what i what i've heard today was it takes away the human aspect of things and only accounts for like the the technical which is not always the case humans a human aspect plays a big role human nature absolutely plays a big role in the economy and how someone spends their money stuff like that right so the the bit 341 that whole merkel uh, crypto thing uh cryptography thing is the purpose of that it, or at least what it does it lets you verify that there's data w and it, that exists within a set without having to specifically see that information there kind of similar to the zero knowledge proof thing that we talked about later but there is it's not zero knowledge there is some knowledge yeah, it's knowledge. so uh the analogy that i heard was like imagine having a bag of potatoes and just looking at two potatoes and knowing that the rest of the bag is good that's kind of what bit 40 341 does wait so looking at two potatoes and from those two potatoes being like okay the rest has to be okay yeah it makes it more efficient it's a simplified it's a simplified explanation mm -hmm. because this is cryptography the kind of like what, what happens to cryptography is like you get presented x uh, a certain information and there's ways to check that information that makes it so that whoever doesn't know how to check the information can't okay. confirm that information exactly i see um and then the last the last uh improvement proposal is b42 and that just kind of changes the the programming language of bitcoin so that it's easier to make updates in the future those are the three updates that happen with the taproot soft fork you do not need to update to the taproot soft fork it's just kind of something that works it just yeah because there's not there's, it's, it's, it's soft not, fork. it's not um there's no um consensus needed to do it mm -hmm. or was there because it's a soft fork. so people need to be um using it for it to work obviously um exactly the how south forks get implemented i mean it's a good question that's something that i think i gotta look into a little bit more because yeah because what i wrote here is a soft fork requires no action from the users to make a small change yeah users only being, the cert yeah users yeah, being um like the people making transactions yes. like 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 me you our listeners and like just the general population yeah but in the soft fork we don't need to do anything either, either yeah, yeah we don't need to do anything for it's only forks. the people who are validating yeah, or mining. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly but someone's gotta do it there's like something there is some there's some like maintenance work that does need to be done for for any type of fork those are usually developers yeah you know, maintainers we'll get back to that one i i want to see um how is that change exactly oh, executed because yeah, yeah, yeah. i know for hard forks it has to go through consensus it has to be agreed upon by the majority i'm not sure if that applies for soft forks the same way in every so yeah so for the soft fork it's it does it's not like a, a different chain it's yeah it's the same chain nothing changes chain. it's just the soft fork that's what, okay so like i know the hard fork analogy of like a fork in the road mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense i don't know a good analogy for the soft fork and that's why i want to be able to come back and figure that one out because so this is what I have right here, the, difference, the differences between a hard fork and a soft fork. Since we're currently talking about soft forks, I'm going to read that one. A soft fork can be used to add new features and functions that do not change the rules, rules a blockchain must follow. 
a soft fork are often used to implement new features at a program level. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, so uh, I was reading, I was just reading the next paragraph okay. to get an idea. It says to better understand the difference between a hard fork and a soft fork, it can be thought of as a basic operating system upgrade on a mobile device or a computer. After the upgrade, applications on the device will work with the new version of the operating system. A hard fork in this scenario Changing the operating system. would be a operating complete system. change to a new operating yeah. system. That makes sense. Okay, that's actually good. That's a good analogy. That's an, uh, that's an analogy that I could follow. Yeah, I was, I was like, wait, we'll get there. Yeah, so, yeah, like at first I was like, just knew that they weren't backwards compatible, which is like the... You do the the system update and it's still the same OS or similar OS, so the apps still work, but it's not backwards compatible. Whenever you change the whole operating system, essentially the protocol, and well, like now you can't like it's just, it just doesn't work the same way. So that's actually good. Where 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 are you reading that from? Oh, uh, so everyone can look at it. This is from CoinTelegraph.com. The the post the article is a soft fork versus hard fork differences explained. Okay. So I'm gonna go check it out. Yeah, that's what they said there about the differences. They go more into the, they talk about the DAO hack as well. The DAO hack. I mean the DAO hack was like huge. It was a big thing. Fifty I mean, we, we see the number now, fifty million. And I'm like, that's not the biggest that we've had now. We had one a few months back for 600. We had one before that for 300. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't the biggest. I mean, it was the biggest of its time. Of its time. Now yeah, it's just like yeah. triple that. Yeah. Four times that. It's just like, I mean, oh, the market's gotten bigger since then. That happened in what, 2016? Yeah, 2016. The DAO hack? Uh, let me see. Yes. Ooh, correct. The, the DAO was launched in 2016. Uh -oh. The Ethereum network. So close enough. Um, it says here uh, for that it was 150 million that they that, that they had and the number they say it was 60 million 60 million worth of ETH uh, in that time. Oh, 60. 60 million worth of ETH, correct. And this article is saying so around 40% of all the circulation Ethereum was invested into that. Oh. How much how much percent? 14%. Oh, what the heck? Of, okay, but... of the invested, meaning okay. the total 150. Yeah, okay. Right at this point in time, which is crazy to think, Ethereum was trading below ten dollars. <laughs> below ten dollars. Twenty sixteen prices for you. Twenty sixteen was below ten dollars. That was uh, four puts it at twenty six years ago, and some change. Crazy, that it was ten dollars. Should have stocked up at that, that time. Was time it was a good time to stock up. We didn't have full time jobs at that point. Yeah. We barely had jobs. Barely had Actually, jobs. I was in high school. I didn't have a job. <laughs> I was a broke boy. There was no money there. <laughs> there was zero equity coming in. Equity. It was only expenses. Yeah, no, yeah. It was just expenses for my parents. They were like, "Dude, can you stop spending money?" Like they're like, "Can you stop breathing for a second? <laughs> can you stop?" <laughs> they're like, "Stop Wait, it." I need to chill out for a second. These are jokes, guys. By the way, my parents—they would never say it. They—they they made me think about it. <laughs> they made me thought it. Honestly, they would never say it. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would think about it too if I was if, it was, if I was my own child. Again, these are jokes. I did back on Monday, and I'm feeling it. Back on Monday. Yeah, my back has been sore. I did legs on Monday. Wait, today's Tuesday, so yeah, I did back yesterday. Makes sense. <laughs> I did legs on Monday yesterday. I did a play. Mm -hmm. 
It's too light. I'm not sore. A plate? A plate. On what? Squatting. Don't, bro, I did I did a plate. Okay, big boy. And I did no, I did a plate and ten today after doing the weight I went up to and just repped it out for twenty. You're a big boy like that. I wanted to work on my form. Yeah. Because my squatting form is not the greatest. But the first time I did it at a plate, I felt sore the next day. Today's not the case. No, that's good. No, that's bad. You're not so oh I see. You're not sore. I mean Meaning my muscles used to that weight. Yeah, Meaning yeah, yeah. there's not a way to do. Did, it wasn't it wasn't an effective workout, but it is it's a workout. It was a get, training. It's a training, yeah. You, yeah, it was pure gotta, training. You gotta get based on going. That means I have to increase. Yeah, you gotta go up and wait. So today I was doing today it was me and Julia at the gym. We were doing chess. We were benching. That's a two uh, plane twenty five. I didn't do two plates today. I wasn't gonna go up more. I was gonna leave it at plane twenty five and just do it for the three sets. However, two people came up to ask us how many we had left. And they just like, I hate how when they just stand right in front of you. And I was like, okay, if you're going to stand right in front of me, I'm going to put a 10 on. I'm going to make you have to take these weights off after I'm done. I'm going to rep this off for eight. <laughs> I'll give you some work. For I'm going to give you work. I did it. I go, Julio, I'm, I don't think, I, I think I went to him. Julio, I'm going for eight. Count them. Count them. I did the eight. Oh, I don't know how I did eight. It was heavy. I got off. I, I didn't I didn't tell Julio it was for him it was for him to unrack. I go, I only did the 10 so they can unrack it afterwards. They didn't even unrack it. They went to the bench next to us. Oh. And we finished and I finished at the same time the other people did. Oh, okay. And I was like, the other bench only had a plate on it. So 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 what I'm hearing is that you should approach more people at the gym so they can push themselves harder. I don't know. I d I wouldn't do that to me because if I was in a, in a good mood, I'll just leave on three sets. I'll be like, I don't want you next to me. You know, I think it's because too much wild. I've seen too much wild stuff on Instagram and in the gym. I'm like, I don't need this right now. You're too close. But they're not doing it. They're just waiting for you. To I understand that, Alexander. Mm-hmm. When you see a, a video of a guy using a lap pull down bar with handles and they're swinging at another guy's legs while he's trying to jump over something, a Smith machine. I don't want that energy in my in, around me. I don't, don't don't have the energy around you. Nah, but I, I think people would just. I think if I take too long and be like, ah, I don't want that. I see the gym as a very unproblematic place. No, I almost saw a fight happen in the gym the, uh, three weeks ago. What do you mean unproblematic? No dog, I don't know. It's only unproblematic because you go at six in the morning when there's nobody there. There's people. There's people there. There's, there's not, there's not there's, a lot of people. And people everyone, everyone is you. It's a, yeah, this is the thing. Everyone there is waking up. <laughs> Yeah, it's like everyone's there, I don't want to fight. Everyone's like, there's no and there's no need to fight right now. Like it's too early for this. They already had their cafecito. There's also no need to fight. There's so much space. There's no five o'clock rush. A five o'clock. Me and Julio walked in the gym. Six the o'clock. entire front section of the gym where all the cardio is filled. Filled. Yeah. I was like, I literally looked at it and I'm like, why are you all here? <laughs> why? Why are you all here? I know that's a bad thing to say, <laughs> but it's packed. Okay, guys. That's a more exclusive gym. or just ra- I would be I would just wish for them to raise the prices makes my life easier I don't have to move to another gym maybe I don't think that I don't think there'll be a change in a huge change in population if you raise it 10 bucks there might be okay. all right so I don't know how entertaining this uh gym, gym I don't know <laughs> so, so guys this is why it's called sometimes crypto because we do this, this is, I want it to be an average thing that's gonna happen now we're gonna jump off the things and I hope people follow along and if they don't I hope you keep on listening to when we get exciting again yeah <laughs> I don't know man 50 50 on it yeah all right so a hard fork another hard fork because we talked about two Bitcoin soft forks 
you talked about it. I didn't know those two Bitcoin softwares. Really? I didn't know Bitcoin had softwares. I thought Bitcoin has been on touch my entire life. Oh, no, no. Bitcoin doesn't have softwares. I know it has hard forks. Bitcoin has had a hard fork. Two hard forks. Two. You're right, two. Two. two, two, two. Bitcoin Cash and uh, Litecoin. Yeah. So tell me about Litecoin. Thank God you picked Litecoin. I don't know enough about Bitcoin Cash, apart from just trying to be faster. <laughs> um, So Litecoin. Coin was a, a fork for Bitcoin, same idea as Bitcoin, but a little bit, a few changes. Uh, most notably, as we all know, Bitcoin has 21 million, is has 21 million uh, big Bitcoins. That's the limit, 21 million BTCs. Litecoin has a, a same hard cap, but a little more. It's 4x, so it's like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, 84 million um, Litecoins. It's 4x? It's 4x. I thought it was just double. Four times it. Four times it, okay. Yeah, uh, the idea behind it was um, it will have a bigger, bigger block size. I don't know the exact block size. I'm sorry, I didn't write that. I didn't write that number down. Um, it has a bigger block size, and the idea is in how Bitcoin takes ten minutes to mint, to mint, uh, uh, mine the next block. This one, the Litecoin will do it in two and a half. Is the idea? So it's it's meant to be. A, more efficient, more scalable version of Bitcoin. I think people just like BTC a lot. Like they just like that. It has, I think BTC has the appeal of it's number one. It was the original. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why it will be number one I mean, for a very long time. What, I'm pretty sure there's some reason, but like what's the reason for just quadrupling everything? Bigger supply. Um, so it would essentially mean there has to be a higher demand to have the same value as Bitcoin, but also makes it more accessible longer, longer term to okay, more yeah. people. So it's probably like a, like a overtime thing, like for prolonged oh, adoption. On top of that also helps with fees since there are more, um, coin, more coins. So the fees here, instead of being like Bitcoin, which is like, it could be two to $10 whenever the chain's really backed up here. It's from what I saw in red was like two cents. At the max, like it's much cheaper to transact in. So I, that's what helps with Cheap, it. Yeah, because it probably has a bigger, smaller block size. Bigger block size. Bigger block size. Bigger block size and is able to, um, and also does, um, doing more, doing more frequently. Do more frequently since it takes two and a half minutes. Well, that's really the main differences and why they did it. Um, also, it's if I'm not mistaken, it really wasn't like just a hard fork, right? It wasn't this more so it was a copied version of Bitcoin that was just edited to be better. Yeah, but okay, so yeah, it's still considered a fork, it's, but yeah, it's a little different to a fork being created and splitting off. Mm -hmm. Same idea, but I think this one was like created on purpose. Oh, okay, so okay, so you don't know if if it has a similar transaction history that. I assume it does since um the way they're you they're saying it is look into that i don't know i don't know i think because i do know that it was made as to be uh like identical to bitcoin just more coins um but i don't know if it's a if, it, if it's a, a fork fork like i i heard it was a copy like they copied the that's kind of how i processed it the uh the cryptography for it just copied the code the my code. bad yeah the, they the copied the framework code, the whole framework of, of copied Bitcoin. and just edited uh-huh yeah i don't know if it's a fork though like they consider it a fork okay let's yeah, go let's go back the thing to is the... the thing is the way the way i described the fork earlier was like it has a similar the the a similar transaction history 
for it to be a fork, there has to be like, oh, we have 21 million Bitcoin um, in total circulation. Let's say you happen to have one or five. At this time, God knows how many um, you could have had. But let's say five to keep things simple. Um, if you have five Bitcoin, for it to be considered a fork from the definition I gave earlier, whenever Litecoin came into existence, you would have now 10 Litecoin in a Litecoin wallet because or not 10 um 20 because you said it was a multiple of four um and you still have that five bitcoin in your bitcoin wallet that at least that's the way that so it's not a fork correction i apologize it is a a copy yeah yeah it is considered a a new chain without a shared Genesis block. Yeah. yeah so it's a new yeah, chain. So that's so it's that, just a copy. Yeah, I don't know why you had it as a fork then. I mean, people. Or maybe I could have just. I, I can see why people would consider it to be a fork, or like kind of like confuse it to be a fork because if it's the same structure, just to change the numbers, then yeah, it's a fork. It's literally the same but thing. It's, it says it's not a fork because it doesn't have the same Genesis block. Correct. Um. The just a quick Google search. It's this is literally Gemini.com. The first thing that pops up is Litecoin was created from a copy of Bitcoin source code as opposed to a forking it from the Bitcoin blockchain. Yeah. Block, blockchain. Yeah. Therefore, not a fork. Not a, not a fork. Just but a, people consider it because it's, and I consider it just a pure this, copy. This is why people prefer Bitcoin because Litecoin's an imitation. Dang. <laughs> he just went for your throat right there. He's like, what's good, honey? <laughs> this is what it is. What it is. Like, uh, it is? We're just going to copy it. We're going to imitate it. Just different. Right? Versus, so as you said that, it made me think, is Solana a copy of Ethereum? In the sense of it's trying to do the same thing or trying to be better? Yeah, yeah. So anytime someone copies someone, it's there's two types of copying. There's copying it to get the same results or there's copying it to set up a framework to get better results. Fair enough. A copy is a copy. That's that's all I'm saying. It's a copy. Um... The Bitcoin, Bitcoin came first. The other ones. So isn't it anything after one a copy to a degree? To a degree, not completely. Well, it kind of is. But... Or is it just everyone trying to solve different answers? Everyone is trying to solve different answers, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that there's some reason for someone to have created Litecoin. The whole like bigger economy. Because smaller block sizes indicates that Bitcoin should be used more as a store of value and not so much as a transactioning digital cash yeah yeah like xrp and other things are concerned. Uh, it's at least from the direction i see it going it's solely to settle transactions not conduct daily transactions yes yeah, too slow is not a it's something that you want to have on hand so like oh if you need the cash like like as a savings account mm, yeah i i do agree with you i think it's gonna get there it's just not there in the short term because as we talked about, I don't know if we were recording when I said it, how um, I think we did since the rates and heights are going to occur. And currently, crypto markets are the most liquid sometimes. Those are the first one funds get pulled out since it's being treated as a stock. Crypto is treated as a stock mm-hmm. and not treated as like technology with use cases. And yeah, it's also, um, it's also treated as, as, as a risk, like a risk, risk asset. Correct. And it's liquid, so yeah. If some if someone finds that their portfolio is at, at, at risk, at risk and they're danger, like, they're gonna be like, okay. Let's take this it is the, the most place. most risk. Uh huh. Yeah, this is first. Then what's it called? Then stocks, bonds, bonds, house, 
gold at some point if it's really necessary. Yeah. Even though that's going to be hard to move gold. Gold is typically hard to move. Like, it happened in Ukraine. And easy and easy to get stolen. No, no, it happened in Ukraine when people were trying to escape with gold mm -hmm. from the country. It was being confiscated and being taken from them. Yeah. That, that I believe it. I believe uh, it. That, no, I, no, no, I know it happened. That's wild. That's how you sell people on Bitcoin. That's absolutely. That's like the best way you sell anyone on Bitcoin is, this is very simple. This is actually a good way of understanding it. This I got this from Salamandrin. Alejandro. Salamandrin? Salamandrin. I've never heard that name before in my life. So he's a car YouTuber. He's also into crypto. Okay. Salamandrin. Yeah. Alejandro. Check out his Alejandro? YouTube. Alejandro. Why do you say Salamandrin? Because that's what his YouTube channel is called. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he has a Spanish. He's Mexican. He has a Spanish. In English, sure. Yeah. Amen. So what he said was, think about it like this. If you have 50 million in gold and shit hits the fan, how are you moving it? You're not. <laughs> like shit hits the fan in your country, meaning you have to leave your country yeah, you ASAP. You and, you can, and you can go to Europe somewhere else and everything's chilling over there. Just your current country went to shit. You have officially become a refugee. Yes. How do you move 50 million? You can't. In gold. In gold, you cannot. Logistically? You got you to hire security personnel. How are you going to pay them? In gold, do they protect It's almost logistically impossible. Very difficult. Super, super hard. However, you have 50 million worth of Bitcoin? Bro. 10 seconds. Bro. 10 seconds. You're chilling. Obviously, I don't mean if shit hits the fan in the apocalypse. I mean, like, this country, Ukraine, the country you live in now. Goes to shit. You need to get out. You become an imminent danger. Yes. You have imminent danger on your ass, and you and you only I have gotta move. Exactly. You can't move fifty million you, gold. You can't. You can barely move. You can 50, do it. You can no, do no, it. You can barely move. You can barely move fifty thousand worth of gold. Yeah. Forget fifty mil. Fifty thousand worth of gold is close to impossible to move. Alright. So the the aspect is Bitcoin, instant wallet. Move it. No, you don't have to move your wallet. You just gotta. No, no you gotta take it with you. Yeah. If you have a hard wallet. If you have a hard wallet. If you have a hot wallet, which this is going to be a topic for another day. Security. Yeah. yeah. Operational security. Operational security. We're going to go into that one. That's going to be a fun one. That's going to be a fun one. That is going to be a fun episode. A lot of lessons were learned throughout those. Um, through, the, through the early days. Through the early days. A lot of lessons are still being learned. So, so yeah. So there's one thing that I do want to clarify is this is definitely a, a, a pay to learn framework oh yeah um if you have an opportunity not to pay to learn yeah we're trying to we're trying to do that for you guys so you don't have to pay don't be a fucking moron like me sometimes if i'm on it i it's rough out there it, it is a dangerous world it hurts <laughs> this is how much it hurts remember miami coin miami i'm not gonna give prices but remember how much you paid yeah we can currently buy the same amount and I don't even have a number for how much more we could get. Okay, so I'm going to give you. What we invested initially was a, like, nothing. A small, okay, so what we invested initially is a small shit ton for us. Mm -hmm. We can currently do that when we spend the last three weekends, two weekends. Yeah. When that, when we spend the last three weekends, you can get the same amount, you can get 10 times more random than what we got. Yep. With the current price, 0.0005. I think we should buy. I think it's time. I think it's still. I think it's still time to buy, and staking is still at fifty-seven percent. This is not a financial advice. This is this is this a conversation, conversation of what we might do. Don't listen. Don't listen to this. Don't make this decision. <laughs> we we down on Miami coin hard. 
We're still trying. This is the only reason we're doubling down is because we live in Miami. And I'm willing to die Honestly, with my city. Honestly, yes. This is, a, this is a city I'm like. I'm willing to die in it. it. I'm with I'm, the city. Pa uh, Patrick Bet David, who you. Is a, me buying Miami coin is not, is not financial advice. It's a, polit it's a political stance. It's stat. a political stance at this point. <laughs> we stand with Miami. Patrick Bet David it makes me laugh. He goes, yeah, everyone who goes to Nashville, Texas, it's just a pit stop. He goes, two to five years? You're coming down to Florida, baby. Of course. And I'm like, you know what? He's Damn, he's on the money. It's on the money. So we got to buy now. Real estate is going to go up at some point. My dad said it best. He goes, this might be the only market where we might not see the crashes we see in others in real estate. He goes, you know why? Because we have a demand. That's absurd. Yeah, the demand. Just, it, the, there's such a shortage in housing here. It's insane. My dad made me laugh. My dad goes, and on top of that, he goes, the other reason for it is because anyone who can buy right now, you're going to rent it either way. So there's no shortage of people needing to rent yeah. as well. Not just buying, renting. Mm -hmm. So you buy it and you don't want to sell right now because the markets are crashing. You're like, I won't. I just rent it. Just rent it. Because people still want to rent it. And I was like, dude, you're 100% on the money. Now the real estate market here in Miami is hot. Hot, hot, hot. Dude, I looked at my price range. <laughs> I looked at my price range. I, I gave myself, and you're like, I'll say the number. I gave myself 180K to shop around for <laughs> Anything that exists. I think I found like three shacks I could afford. Three shacks. Three yeah. shacks all, all the way like so Southwest. Yeah. Like you, one fuck. You asked me if I, if you sent me, you said something, you sent me something. You're like, oh, is this the one that we saw? Oh, no, never mind. That's something else. I thought you, I thought, yeah, because I thought you asked me if we saw this house, a specific house. And I was like, oh, we did see the house, but it's not the house that you thought it was. And I thought it was something else. But no, that's irrelevant. Okay. Um, there is one more fork that I want to talk about. What fork? Bitcoin Cash fork. Bitcoin Cash is actually a fork fork. That's a fork fork, yeah. That is a no, fork. It's not Litecoin. It's not. It's, it's not, not Litecoin. It's, it's not a copy. It's an actual genesis. fork. Yeah. We, uh, we apologize for that difference. We're not perfect. We're going to get you wrong, and we'll try to correct it. As I mean, we corrected it. Like, yeah, but I mean, what if we did it? Oh, yeah. Then we'll just got to get back and be like, we were wrong. We're probably. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll say I'm only stupid, but yeah. sure. I'm not stupid. I'm some, some I'm a sometimes stupid. Sometimes stupid. <laughs> that's a good podcast too. No, sometimes that, that, stupid. You know what that is? No, that's not a good oh. podcast. That's, that's a good merchandise. Dude. Clip <laughs> it. Sometimes stupid. Uh, that's funny. Okay, so. You have to be confident to say that though. Absolutely, yeah. You, you have to be, be confident. You have to be mad calm. You have to be confident to say that. Sometimes stupid. I mean, sometimes stupid. Not often. <laughs> All right, so. Bitcoin Cash. Bitcoin Cash. The block size war. This is like I remember reading this in a book. Like, really? Yeah. So I've I've only ever read one book for, for Bitcoin crypto. I don't read books. And it was I, mentioned. It was mentioned in the book. I was like, okay. So essentially, uh, for this for this fork, uh, the people who were pushing for Bitcoin Cash wanted to increase the block size to have more transactions per second. Essentially. Yeah. They essentially they want to fix scalability. Mm -hmm. that's a very difficult thing to fix with bitcoin yeah because at the time um or imagine sending five dollars uh or five uh five a few cents on the bitcoin network and it costing you five dollars to send those cents question before we continue do you know when uh bitcoin cash was forked um did you write that august 2017. okay the i wanted to make the year 2017. okay oh right uh, when it peaked almost right yeah that's so peak that's when it went not peak 2017 was peak that was the peak oh, before 2020 okay that's probably what happened uh the peak came around and everyone's like shit all this is going on like transactions are going left and right 
on the fourth of there you think? And then and then they're like, okay, so what date did you say exactly? August. August what? You get no, I don't know the specific oh, date. Okay. There's no August 2017. 2017. I, I do want to look at yeah at 2017. So thing. so I'm pretty sure like the people who were who were pushing the increase in the block size were realizing that the transactions are becoming expensive because there's so much movement on the chain. And they're saying, Oh well, since this is obviously doesn't make sense to be sending a few cents across the network and it costing five dollars is not efficient they wanted to increase it uh for quicker faster and cheaper transactions do you pull the chart i do have the chart the price of bitcoin in august so this is the date i'm gonna use is august 4th Price of Bitcoin August 4th, 2017 was three thousand two hundred and thirty-seven dollars. The volume of Bitcoin was one trillion? A trillion or what, what, no, one billion. A billion, yeah. I was gonna say one billion. Like, I'm sorry for that, guys. If there was a lot of zeros, I got thrown off. I was like, we we got it to a trillion recently. You guys, there was a lot of zeros, I'll still for a second. This, I apologize. And it was the Asbel market. I'm gonna be honest, I haven't looked at that many zeros to know if it's a billion or not. Like, that many times. I haven't yeah, thought yeah, of the it's amount. The number eight. It's a number you don't see too often. No, that I just go one billion, two yeah. billion. Yeah, you trillion. Know? It's letters, not zeros. Exactly. But that was the price. The peak for that happened not peak peak i'm just gonna give a close number because it's a chart was monday 18th december 2017 18k 18,100 it was six billion six volume six billion volume in volume yep so i believe that fork the bitcoin cash fork came after the soft fork of segwit the segregation witness mm -hmm. um because the transactions for bitcoin at the time were seven transactions per second um, and the people who were changing, who were wanting to increase the block size, obviously felt like that was not enough. And even though Bitcoin just went up from five to seven transactions per second. Um, you told me a number the other day about how many transactions Visa, Visa does. Oh, I didn't give you the accurate number though. No. I gave you one number. A number. I, I can look up the accurate number for you too, so I can... Yeah. So when Bitcoin Cash hard for and went on doing its thing um it, it was doing 116 transactions per second so much bigger than the seven seven transactions per second that bitcoin does i don't know the exact change in the block size i have the number now i know that bitcoin block size at the time was one 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 megabyte i think they might change it to five megabytes but i don't i don't see how five megabytes goes from 7 to 116 but it's like so currently visa does this is out of march 6 march 6 2022 65,000 transactions per second 65,000 yeah. currently the most comparable crypto is solana that's said to be able to do 60 or 60 plus and it hasn't done it yet yeah so what i have it hasn't had the volume to do what it. i have written here was I'm assuming at the time Visa was doing 24,000 transactions per second. Maybe. Because the number that I have is 24. One, um, but maybe. This is 2017. Most likely. That's so, an accurate uh, yeah, number. Like fair, like. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Uh, How many people have gone grown from there to yeah, there? Exactly. No, no, 100%. I mean, um, what is it? This is um, the current uh, debt rate, the current debt we have with credit cards has gone up as well. 
in the last like five months or something. What? The, Say that again. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's good. The credit card debt we currently have from five months ago has grown significantly. Stupid numbers. Have you looked at the world death clock recently? Death clock? Uh, not death clock. Debt. Debt clock. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I mean, death is. I not... look at the population chart sometimes, but I haven't looked at the death. Uh, death clock. Debt. Debt clock. <laughs> so, um, the people who did not support the Bitcoin Cash fork, okay, felt that a bigger block size uh, would threaten decentralization. The reason being is because bigger block size means that you need to have like bulkier um, hardware. You gotta have a, it's a higher uh, entry barrier to entry for running your own node and validating and mining. So a bigger block size would mean that like either more wealthier individuals or institutions would be the ones controlling the majority of the of the chain, not peer-to-peer. Not, -peer. not it wouldn't be as peer-to-peer. So I'm gonna try to look at this number first and try to say it. I'm gonna flip my computer you <laughs> just so I can I think it's one trillion. How many zeros does it have? One no zeros. <laughs> one, two, after the one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Sounds like a trillion. Sounds like a trillion, right? Yeah. So there's one trillion in credit card debt per household. That is seven thousand one hundred eleven dollars. Seven thousand one hundred eleven dollars. That sounds about right. Per household. Per household. But that's, that's, that's the average. This, yes, that's the average that's of the credit average. card debt. Yeah, because I'm halfway have, there. There's people who have a lot more, and probably, and there's people who don't who are terrified of credit cards and do not touch it. Oh yeah, because people don't know how to play the game. Yeah, people don't know how to leverage credit. Yes, but right. typically people learn. I mean, there's also people who are just irresponsible and don't don't have the the capacity to be like, okay. This needs to be paid off. I don't agree with the capacity. I don't think they people have... Do have the capacity. People do have the capacity. I think they have the capacity. I don't. I think they lack the discipline and training discipline, to do training. so. The training, I think, is mostly. Training. I think discipline. Discipline, yeah. Discipline's like you have to be like I cannot spend that money right now because I have to do X. Yeah. I have a simple rule. I think everyone should listen to this rule. You should never spend more than what is in your debit card. Whatever that number is, Don't you should never spend more than that. Yeah. If it says a thousand dollars and your credit card is five thousand dollars, you only have a thousand dollars. Get to play that game. That's a good rule. It helps. I have gotten back on track to following that rule <laughs> as of late. I'm glad. You're breaking the rule for a little while. I was, oh baby. Hey, I was playing the wild, wild west. I think it's uh, important to note that we were not talking about physical forks that we use to eat <laughs> eat food. I would hope not. Talking about crypto forks. Crypto forks. Because a soft fork is a bad fork to be using. Man, I hate it whenever I'm using it. One of those like flimsy, flimsy plastic forks and stick it into something and just bends and. Stuff. Oh, I hate the knives. When you have like crappy knives. I mean, it just like wobbles. It's like, Stank. those kill me. Yeah. Those really actually like, bother me. Right. Well, I got nothing else to say. You What's have, our current time? Do you have any? And uh, before you, before you start exiting out of here and saying what I, no, no. What is the time? I want to know a timestamp right now. Timestamp right now is 
59 minutes and 15 seconds. I can live with that. This is a, our longer episode. Yeah, we, we... Longest episode as of yet. We're not good sometimes. Sometimes we, we could do longer. Sometimes we don't. We get better at it, I promise. I mean, I think this is, I think this is a good amount of time. I don't... I just an hour. The other Before ones... we go. Yeah, I was gonna that's what I was, that's what I really what I want to see. I was like, do you have any like other thoughts? Before we go, um in descriptions of all of our posts, where we, I don't know if it's there now, it should be there by the next time you see it. Our so the, the Instagram page for Sometimes Crypto will be on there. If you're a listener, please follow. And that will give updates there on when the podcast coming out, when the episode's out. And hopefully, ideally, there should be more informational posts coming along the way as we continue to grow. Yeah, we're going to be more active on our on our socials. On on sometimes. Yeah, on, on our socials as well. Sometimes. Our socials will also be on there. Please follow. As of right now, the podcast only follows ourselves. Yeah. No one else. I don't know as of right now if we're going to mm-hmm. follow others or yeah. just follow influencers or informational stuff to so we can retweet. retweet. So we could share as well. Yeah, best way to verify that it is indeed us, it is check the podcast. Check the podcast. Who's who's a podcast follower? Yeah, well, as of right now, only two people. It's William and Alex. Mm-hmm. His uh, Instagram handle is Alexander? No, it's Grander Alexander. Grander Alexander. Okay. My Instagram is William with the boat. There is a hat. There is a hat. Uh, what is it? Underscore. Underscore between every one of those words. William with uh, William underscore with uh, underscore. You know what I mean? <laughs> You'll figure it out. There's an underscore. There's no underscore at the end. All right. Thank you for listening in. This has been another week of Sometimes Crypto. The Unscripted Crypto Podcast. Catch you on the next one.